Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Talk Seamers Podcast. I'm Simon, today I'm joined by Jake, say hello Jake. Hello guys, welcome back. I'm also joined by Jed, say hello Jed. Hello everybody. Jed, I saw a, a photo the other day of, that your missus posted online and you weren't wearing a football shirt. I was absolutely gobsmacked. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened there, mate. You were I just wearing a normal there. shirt and I was like, hang about. <laughs> like, uh, you've always man. got a cob shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this man? Yeah, yeah. I was confused. <laughs> Uh, Message thought, Jed, uh, Jed, mate, your your missus is fucking posting pictures of some guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd uh, I'd treat her to to a nice photo for Valentine's Day. I think I think that was the one. <laughs> Lovely job. Normal service will be resumed fairly soon, I think. Yeah, as it is now. As it even, is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, what yeah. what club is that you're wearing just now, Jed? Boca Juniors, mate. I was going to say, it's yes. a Boca shirt, isn't it? Boca yeah, it's a, pr- a present, present from the missus, actually, for Valentine's Day, yeah. Very nice. So, uh, Central two, badge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Central badge. 2002, 2003, I think it is. Yeah, You're it's lovely, like mate. Pure, pure Raquel May, this is. <laughs> Love it. Right, we can't, we can't beat it out of bush any longer. We need to talk about... <laughs> We need to talk about um, Leicester Liverpool. It was fucking just a shocking affair all round from Liverpool. I think um, I thought most of goal was was fairly decent. Other than that, Leicester by far and away deserved to win this game. Uh, well, what were your thoughts, Jake? Uh, I disagree with you. I think for the first seventy-five minutes, I thought Liverpool would were, were good, as good as they have been this season. Uh, I know that's saying quite a lot, but I thought they looked quite comfortable for seventy minutes. They dominated possession, dominated the ball. Even but, though Vardy could have put one away, even you know one or two chances for Leicester, yeah, but say, yeah. um, still though I didn't. I felt Liverpool were in quite a decent position up until obviously the, the talking points came ahead. But I just want to touch on uh, Salah's goal. That that assist from Firmino was absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Like That's one that of the was points I wrote down. Unbelievable. Yeah. Literally Firmino-esque. <laughs> it was me. I must have watched it about 
50 times. Bloody Zidane-esque, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Like, that was. That was brilliant. Brilliant bit of footwork. And like... Yeah, the finish wasn't that bad either from, from Salah. Exactly. Still- he had a lot to do and uh, he yeah. couldn't get the power that he wanted, but the placement on the shot was great. Placement but, um, was perfect. Brilliant. Um, but then, obviously, Liverpool fell apart in the last 15 minutes. And, you know, that's what the game will be remembered for, is that last sort of 15 minutes. I kind of felt yeah. like that was the way the, the game was going to go, to be honest, because... Um, it was all like, but the, the early Vardy chance, uh, that, that was actually offside and he hits, he hits the crossbar. I thought, oh, no, that's, and it, I was thinking, we'll give one of them away. And then I, I thought there was going to be another one coming and I didn't realise it was going to be three goals in seven minutes. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, cause Leicester, obviously, they, they, they are known for, 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 for finding another gear in the last 15, 20 minutes of a game where other, other, other teams can't due to the, the fitness that, that Brendan Rodgers instilled in them. Uh, they are known for that this season. I, I knew it was going to come and I was never really settled that one now was going to be enough to see this out. Uh, and then Allison has just had a mare to, to put the cherry on top. I mean, um, Paul put a, a, a superb article today talking about actually how Allison's not He's not had a bad season. He's had he's had a bad two games, uh, and Absolutely. no one needs. Yeah, and there doesn't need to be the pushing of the crisis button. Uh, there has been on Twitter. <laughs> uh, what, what were your thoughts, Jed? Um, I thought the the Vardy chance early on just exposed the sort of weakness that's there, still there at centre back for Liverpool. They they looked like they weren't going to be able to handle that sort of through ball um, to to like play Vardy in. Um, and ultimately, you know, that was proved right towards the end of the game. Um, like Jake said, I thought Liverpool were all right for, for the majority of the game. But then after that goal went in, the controversial offside, onside decision. Um, once that once that happened, Liverpool just sort of went to pieces. They lost their heads, didn't they? I mean, I, I want to touch on the offside. Well, the, the goal that was given onside. Um, like, where are they? where are they drawing the line from on that? That VAR check, right. <laughs> whatever they want, apart because <laughs> it looks like it's it's about a foot away from where the defender's actual foot is, and that surely should be where it was should be drawn from, shouldn't it? The last point of that you could play someone on side with, and I think that was like his back heel, and it's it's miles away from where it actually was. I think um, as well, it's really harsh play, on them, isn't it? So as if it's the arm that plays on one side. The thing um, that's baffling, I don't yeah. get, is we've seen offsides like that given. Every time so far this season, yeah. you know, a player's yeah. arm being offside, things like that. And if if that's the level that they're going to have it, then fine. But make that the level. Don't change it now every week and say, well, you know, Danny Ings the other week, his arm was offside. They gave an offside. Yeah, by like a thread on, <laughs> yeah, on his sleeve. On yeah. his sleeve. Yeah. Mane against Everton, you know, is onside again uh, offside level. given yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, level like you say and then this one I mean I, d- I just I don't it's... understand where what what the off- I don't understand the offside rule anymore I genuinely don't get it it's, <laughs> it's just a bit it's, it's got a bit silly hasn't it like when you're when you're having to draw the lines anyway I think just give the goal like in the old days you would have given the attacker's benefit of the doubt there he, he looks level he probably is level give the goal like if you're getting into the you know, silly lines being drawn and not even being drawn from the right place, either, not even drawn properly, then yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, then that then it, it's it's time to just knock it on the head. Like that, I think Liverpool can feel really hard done by conceding that goal. Um, after that, obviously they've then just c- completely capitulated. Yeah. Um, and the Allison, like you say, the second goal was was completely Allison's mistake. What is he doing out there? I know he's 
a sweeper keeper. Yeah. But your centre back is is going he's, to get to that ball. Same, like he's essentially tackling <laughs> Jordan Henderson. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like you're you're even as a sweeper keeper, you need to realise that if you're forty yards out. Like it's you probably better it, to leave that. It's probably better to leave that one to the centre half. If there's, especially if there's a centre half there. If there's no centre half there, fair enough, come and clear it. But Henderson was underneath that ball, and he's essentially just took him out. Like it was just there was no no I need. Think it's to go made on. worse no. by Henderson's position because Henderson is like sweeping up. He's he's doing his job as a centre back. Yeah, and fucking nowhere. As <laughs> he comes storming out, he's going. That's what I mean. He's just completely. He's just completely lost his head, isn't he? He's like, it's, it's, what is going after, on? Yeah, and after Vardy pokes it in, it's like... There was no way back. His, there was no way puts back. puts his arms yeah. up there and he's like, what the fuck, mate? You know what I mean? <laughs> there's, there's no way back for Liverpool after that goal goes in either. It's like, no, yeah, this, no, is, no, this no. game's yeah. gone. It's like, those, two, those two things have happened within the space of you know five minutes of each other mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like, yeah, this this game's gone. Yeah, you know, Leicester, just, Leicester seized the opportunity. They were like... Yeah, you know, this team is, is panicking now, course, and yeah. we can have as many as we want. And obviously, they went and got another one um, yeah. with a, half, a good, a a good breakaway. Lovely yeah. finish. Yeah. Um, yeah, very well taken goal as well. It was, it was, it's unlucky for Liverpool that 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 first decision went the other way, like went the wrong way. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like that sparked the the comeback. Really, I don't think the second goal happens without that first one going. I in. think if yeah, if um, that doesn't go in. If it doesn't count, then I think the wind goes the opposite way out of Leicester's sails. Then I, I think disagree. Liverpool, just, oh, I think I, I think Leicester still. I, I do think, I think Leicester still, still scored, chances. but it wouldn't have been three yeah, one. I just I just mm. think that I don't think that I, I think the players' heads would have been there a little bit more without that decision going there because they like I don't know whether they get how much of the monitor they get to see, but you can you can tell when it's a contentious yeah. side decision, can't you, as a player? Mm. Um, so I, I, I think that their heads would have just. Still been a little bit more switched on if that goal hadn't gone in. But um, credit to Leicester for for taking the opportunities when they came, and um, you know they had that the ability to do that in them. Clearly, you know you can see that like the early Vardy chance showed that, that they had the ability to to break away and, and, and punish Liverpool, um, and and they did that. Great win for them um, to to keep themselves you know up there. Um, mm. For Liverpool, it's it's dire straits at the minute, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean. Liverpool probably could have killed the game as well. The lethality in front of goal isn't what it once was, and lack of confidence is obviously evident. I I don't really want to comment on um, uh, Ozan Kabak's debut because obviously it's it's very special circumstances in terms of like what has happened. I mean, he's been done obviously. I mean, the, if we, if every centre back that was beat by Harvey Barnes was dropped, you know, it's fucking <laughs> there'd be no centre back no in the Premier League. And Barnes is just so good at finding that. Just quick word on him, like see that six gear he finds in the last fifteen minutes of a game, yeah. just when you know when a backline's tired and uh, unless they're going to this like super counter attacking mode um, in the last sort of fifteen twenty, which which is so evident, and teams need to prepare for it better. Liverpool should have prepared for it better uh, because it's those patterns are set, trends are set, and you know it just he's just a home and away, and he, he gets himself onto that left side and and just tucks it away, lovely uh, on the right, and uh, you know he's, he's a superb young player. I don't want I don't I don't want to say too much about um, Kabak's debut. Although I didn't look as if he offered too much more than probably Reese Williams would have offered because um, he is still young. Um, I hope I hope that. He can get on the side when Liverpool are on a good run. We can see what he's actually capable of because, yeah. from what I've read of him, he's he's, he's a fantastic young centre back. Highly rated in the yeah, Bundesliga, very as well, very highly rated, and um, he's got he's got a, you know a bright future ahead of him. 
so I don't really want to talk about it too much. Um, was there any more points for this game? I absolutely despise talking about far. Anyway, I hate when far is the yeah, highlight of a match and we, we need to talk about it because it just kind of takes away <laughs> from what we want to talk about, which is football. <laughs> for me, it does. It, see, when I'm talking about far, it doesn't feel like I'm talking about football. Would you, if, yeah. if, as football fans right now, if you were offered the chance to get rid of it, would you get rid of it or would you keep it? I would get rid of it, yeah. I enjoyed football. I, I, I enjoyed football pre I like elements of VAR. I like being able to look at a, a penalty back and, and think, and sometimes I see a penalty in real time and I think, a Stonewall pen, and then uh, I see it in slow time. I like there's there's very very minimal contact there. Yeah. I was hating. I hate it. I've always d- despised diving, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm all for using it on pens, and I, I know that's a, a, a probably an unpopular opinion. People just kind of want the full thing scrap. As far as offsides go, I'm not about stopping the game for fucking three to five minutes to check an offside measuring yeah. in millimetres. I'm not about that. Oh, I, I think, hate um, that the fucking linesman keeps his flag down. The amount of injuries that fucking came from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, it's like player is going to get seriously injured. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough one. It's, it's mm-hmm. a tough question you asked Jake. To be honest, so I, I'm sort of in the camp that I'd like to see it stay, but just fix it. I don't. I, I don't understand how how we're doing it. So like so different to how it was at the World Cup. At the World Cup, it seemed to work perfectly. There, was, there wasn't really limited any matter, matter yeah, wasn't it? Was, it? And it, it was, was better. It was limited, yeah, and it seemed to just get every decision right. Pretty much. I, um, um, but I, I think at this point, it's it's just. Almost every decision is going the wrong way in in the Premier League right now. I don't I don't understand why they've not taken off football rugby's format for their sort of uh, pitch side ref. I don't know why they've just not gone. What do you use? Let's use that because rugby get ninety nine point nine percent of every decision correct. And there's no contention, and you can hear everything. That's what I like about it. You can hear yeah. every, every what they're talking about. Football, you're sat so there hush, hush. for five minutes, not having a clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it make it it make it a, a lot more understandable. Yeah. User friendly, you could hear what was going on. So if you could hear the the conversation between, um, it's the not VAR a little screen either. It's like and, a big fucking screen in the stadium, and yeah. it, the ref is looking at it, and so is everyone else in the stadium. And you, yeah, <laughs> if exactly. you're watching it on the telly, you can hear the guy going like, "John, look at this fucking shit," and he's like. Oh yeah, man, that's rats. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, they, 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 in Australia and places like that, they use the. You can hear what the referee yeah, is saying. The, the so mod, why don't we just up, yeah. do it here? <laughs> like, do yeah, that. I think I think that would solve ninety percent of people's grievances with it. I it genuinely would benefit. Do. It would benefit referees. I think in in general to just have more explanation around their decisions. But mm. one thing that they probably don't want to come out is that like. They do sometimes they make don't assumptions. have a clue. Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes sometimes they'll make assumptions. Like they the the David Louise one springs to mind the other day or the other week, sorry, when they played Wolves. Mm. You know, like they're reviewing it or in real time, sorry, looking at that, the referee's probably gone here, it's David Louise, it's a penalty. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they'd want to uh, to expose that sort of side of things. The thing it's is, like, referees club in it is like, you don't know want you don't want know yeah. people making the shit and say, oh, you've got you've got that horrendously wrong. Yeah, so you yeah. say that, but, um, but, but again, then the the flip side of it would be that the whole country then understands it a bit more because they can defend their decisions. But like, it's it's like it's it's a difficult decision to make, ain't it? Because if you if you do it, there's no going back. So going back to the the rugby league thing that like. The referee will happily turn around and say, "I didn't see it. I need some assistance." And then it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah. he'll go, "I don't, I don't know what that was. Like, I couldn't see. I was too far away. Can you help me out?" And at the end of the day, that's what it's there for. It's there to help yeah. the referee. It's not but there in, to hinder him in the and Premier to make him look like a dick. For that, they get slaughtered, wouldn't they? Because they'd be like, especially if the linesman's not seen it either. Like, they'd, they'd be like, 
what are you watching then? The thing like, is, it, though, the, at the end the of the day, the whole media often, would go out of a frenzy, wouldn't they? You're a referee, though, and you're trying to keep up with Salah, Mane, Harvey Barnes. You've got no oh, yeah. chance. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it I was... mean, it's like it's too too many people that have not been on a, a football pitch for a wee while, and, and literally they think the referee sees what they're watching on the TV. Exactly. No, he's he's at head height yeah. <laughs> with the players running. He's a player in a way. He's running, mate. He's blowing. It's fucking eighty-five minutes. Yeah. He's thinking, fuck. Here goes Harvey Barnes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, it's not the fucking same. It's not the same. He can. He should be able to do it. Robbie, like, uh, fucking, you know, Dino back in the fucking studio. I've not seen a fucking thing then, mate. Yeah, uh, help oh, me out. I've just just realised, boys. I was going to make an effort not to fucking swear this episode. <laughs> I may as well now because like, I, I I don't know if you have noticed this, but like Spotify has been now essentially just labelling <laughs> labelling some of our episodes as explicit. But it's only the ones I'm in. I think it's, I think it's just uh, they just hear the Scottish accent and make an assumption. Just this, they absolutely Mike Dean you. They Mike Dean you. Boys, we, we need to move on. We do need to move on because yeah, we, we have do. games to cover. <laughs> we're already could be a separate else. show. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it could be. It could. Yeah, we're going to need to do part two. Um, yeah, but let's go to, you know... Um, the second patron saying uh, the Total Gamer Sean Dyche uh, took on Big Roy the boy at his own gaff uh, and absolutely slaughtered Palace I mean Burnley <laughs> were as good as I've seen them all season um, granted some of the Palace defence especially the first goal was really really suspect yeah. to be honest um, I mean Goodmanson he's he's a rotational player for, for Burnley man he shouldn't be <laughs> getting in those positions that easily uh, what, what were your thoughts on it Jed? Uh, I thought the same as you, to be honest, mate. The the main thing I took from from it in terms of what went wrong for Palace is just the defending. It's just it's, at times it's non-existent, and that's been one of their problems really throughout the season. Um, Burnley, to their credit, fully exploited that, and they they seem to just be willing to just put the ball into the right areas, whip the crosses in. They've got men in there that will cause problems, and that's exactly how the first two goals came about. Really, obviously the second one was from a corner, but it's still whipped into a really dangerous area and Palace just didn't look like they'd be able to cope with it. Um, really well played Burnley in that regard. Um, but yeah, I thought they're, they're the best team won the game. Um, and Matt Loughton scored <laughs> what is a goal of the season contender. Absolutely. Unbelievable goal. Bloody brilliant goal. Um, not honestly, how how on earth is he pulling out a goal like that? <laughs> he's, run, he's run from the halfway line. Got skinned it, skinned a it. couple of players. Doing a little one-two, and it's like a little dink over the top back to him, and volleyed it in. Oh, brilliant goal! Brilliant. If Messi scored that goal, the, the whole world oh, would be going crazy. <laughs> it's, Honestly, his fir- it's his first goal. I bet, since I bet Sean, 2013 as well. I bet Sean Dyche was fuming though. He's like, "What are you doing? Stay in position." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, the Burnley right backs getting folk. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> I think he's Maradona. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought, I thought uh, exactly, exactly. Thought. I thought it's bizarre to think that that goal came from the Burnley right back. Oh, yeah, he's not a wing back either. From any Burnley player, <laughs> or maybe it's a, a wing back. Really. <laughs> John generally plays with traditional fullbacks, uh, you know. And, and I mean, it's it's just it's just great to see. You'll have to see it. He's obviously been listening to your schemers and got a, got a good big lift. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, Roy just needs to write that game off. Yeah, from the from yeah. the goal, the, from the goal, Palace were bad. Oh, they were shocked. Move on. Yeah. yeah, probably should have been with Gaza Cahill, to be honest. In the back line, Kuyate has a he's always been good this season. He's traditionally a midfielder. 
Uh, he's settling into that centre back role, not too badly, but you know, maybe Scott Dan could have been swapped out for Gary Cahill, and he's you get something a wee bit, especially when you're dealing with the the height that Burnley have as well, uh, and Dominus, and obviously they did get the goal from a set piece as well, which people could have probably predicted. Um, but yeah, any thoughts on any any anything to add there, boys? Just uh, yeah, I, I echo what Jed said, but that, that Louton goal was pff, unbelievable. Like, <laughs> I, I watched, I seen it, and I was like, "Wow!" Like you say, Jed, <laughs> if if Messi or Ronaldo scored that goal, then it don't stop being talked about. And I don't think it's got nah. enough coverage, personally. Like, nah, that, no, no one really no, spoke about like, it, and I'll it's criminal. A, Maybe if you score that goal about it when it happened, and it's like yeah. this should be. This should be getting shown yeah. everywhere. Like, yeah, what four likes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I've, yeah. I think uh, some good news as well was Ben Mees. Like, I think he's okay after his injury as well, which looked nasty at the time. I think, but mm. and he was stretching off. But apparently, when he got to the dressing room, he sort of like, classic Burnley player dragged himself out the stretch and was like, "I'm walking." <laughs> <laughs> I think they still. I think they still just use a wet sponge at Burnley. Oh yeah, <laughs> a mouldy sponge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been used for 50 years <laughs> yeah I mean uh, you know terrific Burnley well terrific uh, we go now to Man City uh, and I'll just say one thing before we go into this match Gundogan is in the form of his life oh, I see no. some yeah. pretentious twat on Twitter being like Gundogan's always been this good no he's not this is the form he's like when, when, when was he this good <laughs> like, show me four weeks that Gundogan has done this but, I mean it's been fucking absolutely superb I mean Credit to the boy. I mean, he's playing in this new sort of advanced role, and he's sitting deep as well at times, being a box to box, and he's he's absolutely superb. What were your thoughts in the game, Jake? Yeah, I City dominated in the and uh, like you say, Zimo Gundogan's like unstoppable at the minute. Um, I thought I really thought Edison was going to take that penalty as well. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm how high he got up the pitch before sort yeah. of being told to he get ran back all to the way out there and then Rodgers ignored them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I, I, all I was thinking was like just give it to the keeper, just let him take you know it. It's going to be an iconic think, moment. I think it will. I think it will. But Pep's going to wait till the title sewn up first. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be sort of like last few games of the season. He's not going to let him take take the opening penalty against the Jose Mourinho yeah, side. He's, he's not. No he won't. He won't do that. But he'll let him have one at some point. Surely, surely. He's if, got if to, Pep's, hasn't he? if Pep's got a heart. He's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> especially when it's like the time is just so like it's so perfect for it isn't it like half your squad has has missed a penalty this season like just yeah. let him have one just let the keeper take one yeah I thought maybe he was on his way up to do it and then like Pep shouted the safe word to say no not this time <laughs> <laughs> and then they've kind of blagged it as he was telling him what way to go I mean I mean, I think it's still funny that Roger openly said in an interview that he chinned off what he said and ignored him and it's yeah. just like Edel's just come up and been like oh right I know this keeper go this way and Roger's just like get back your fucking goal you nearly missed it though didn't you? <laughs> you nearly missed it <laughs> Yeah, he nearly missed the penalty. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, yeah, of course. If it, Imagine if he'd have missed it as well, though. There's got, to be, there's got to be so much pressure on a Man City player to score a penalty at this point. Knowing that like, your keeper's going to replace you on penalties at some point. Like. Yeah, cause, and, and especially because you, you just get one chance, don't you? And it's like, well, you've missed. You're not taking the next one. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll have to bring someone off the bench to, to, to take, take a penalty, a penalty. <laughs> next time we get one. Yeah, just, just to go cycle through the players. Like, <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> it would be Pepe-ish to like, just bring on a man for a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Oh, dear. I mean, 
Spurs were... I mean, last time Spurs and Man City played each other in the Premier League, I thought Harry Kane put in one of the most complete centre-forward performances I've ever seen in terms of a team playing with a back against the wall. Yeah. Uh, that that didn't happen this match. Um, yeah. You could tell there were some tired legs and it was a and obviously the midweek match against Everton obviously yeah. left something on it. It's not going to help, yeah. yeah. It's definitely left something on it. It's a big loss that. I mean, it's the last thing... You want to do after being beat five four by Everton? Let's go ahead and play City in a an extra time as well. Like. An extra yeah, time. Yeah, it's like it's, it's it's not even necessarily the result. It's like the actual the length leg, of the, the game yeah. midweek. You don't need it, do you? And, and Mourinho's played you know, a full strength team for it as well, knowing that he had City at the weekend. I mean, he needed to get that win in the against Everton, but yeah, Carlo's not yeah. screwed or not, and just rolled over. You know, he's yeah, like, exactly. Proper shot exactly. himself in foot there because he's played his full full strength side expecting to go through it's not happened and and now I don't want to say they were embarrassed by it you could definitely tell that you know what I think even if they had a full strength team City would have won it anyway City are oh, yeah. good right now um, oh, yeah. I thought you know that Kane was unlucky not to score that free in kick. fairness to him he hit a free <laughs> kick you know, hit the post um, that would have been a good goal if that had gone in mm-hmm. but you know when he looks not in it's not in Um I don't think Spurs can have any complaints about the result, to be honest. Um, City just, they, they looked in the mood. They've, they've looked in that sort of mood now for weeks and they punished Spurs. Um, I thought that the, like I say, Gundogan uh, played really well. Um, the last goal was particularly funny. <laughs> Davinson Sanchez just didn't have a clue what to do. <laughs> oh, did he? yeah. Ended up on his bum. Was, Ended yeah, up on his bum. It was, it was a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant assist from, um, from Edison. Edison as well. It's, it's beautiful. Second of the season for him? Yeah. It's gorgeous, an absolutely gorgeous bit of Route 1 play, that is, because he's just absolutely just pinged it over everyone, and it's a, such a straight pass as well. It's, like, perfect. And, obviously, Gundogan's the man you want on the end of it right now. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like I, say, I think Sanchez was just like, oh, God. Like, if they could have picked <laughs> just... a man for that default, you know what I mean? They, they would have picked him. I mean, yeah, uh, it's quite funny. When this guy sports... Um, pundits after that. I can't remember who it was but like they're playing it back and they're analysing it it doesn't look as if Edison's not had a run up or anything mate he's just hoofed it and it yeah. doesn't look as if he's putting that much effort in there but it, it's like it's a 70 he's yard pass onto yeah. someone's foot isn't he's just, it he's just that good <laughs> yeah it, like, honestly it's r- ridiculous amazing I think, honestly like in terms of distribution I think Edison is the best goalkeeper I've ever seen in the world at any time uh, a period that I've watched football I don't think I've seen a, a keeper as good as the at Distribution as a, as Ederson as he can put. Have you seen any of the clips of him? He's just like <laughs> sixty yards. He knock, knocking balls into buckets and that. It's just, <laughs> it's just he's he's insane in that, and it's a great part of his game. And I think that's why he's he's, he's as highly rated as he is. It's definitely. Uh, Do you know what? I I think um, when Pep inevitably leaves Man City and Big Sam gets the job. Um, <laughs> Edison's going to be an absolute godsend because he'll just be pinging balls up to a target. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine no, Sam would get out of class. <laughs> Literally, oh. he'd, have, he'd have 15 assists a season. Yeah, I, I thought that Sterling had a good game as well, I'm just going to add before before we move on. Um, seems an arm for him, I think, like because yeah. he, he normally plays very well Sterling and uh, this sort of stage of the season. He obviously didn't start too well, but... Um, yeah, he's just, he's just uh, it's, it's par for the course that, that Sterling puts in yeah. some sort of decent performance. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really helping Gundogan at the minute as well because Sterling around the box is just so difficult to play against. And I think one of the goals he got an assist for um, where he was sort of running out to the defence. 
Yeah, he was he was sort of running at the defence, couldn't find a way through, passed it about a bit, and then eventually dropped the shoulder and and played Gundogan in, and and really really well taken goal as well. That um, yeah, I, I really rate Sterling at the moment. Um, I think that he's playing exceptionally well. Um, combine that with Phil Foden in the team as well, and it's like who on earth is going to stop Man City with no De Bruyne or Aguero? It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? See how they keep talking about the Cancelo role? It's as if they've never played football manager. He's an inverted wing-back. That's what he is. <laughs> Play some footy manager. Just Sky Sports pundits. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, Cancelo's role is obviously talked about and been highlighted quite a lot as well as he, he sort of like um, when City are in possession, he has the freedom to drop into the centre of the midfield uh, and distribute that way, causing an overload uh, in the wide areas and in, in, in the central areas. Uh, is like obviously um, allows gun- part of part of the the recipe for Gundens are allowed to be as advanced as he is. Is the fact that Cancelo is is able to play that inverted role and in, in slot yeah. in the midfield. Uh, Zinchenko's not allowed to. He's quite clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay out there. <laughs> Stay out there, Zinni. Uh, you know uh, you, you're a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that I just wanted to say that before we move on to what was a crazy game. Now, now between Brighton and Villa, Villa were away. Brighton was still probably their best starts of the season. Uh, Twenty six shots they had, nine on target, fifty eight percent possession. <laughs> Villa kept them out. Billy will be absolutely <laughs> buzzing with us. <laughs> he will be. Do you know what? I thought Brighton played really, really well. Unlucky not to win. Deserved, but, um, deserved the three points. Oh, but they were they were kicking the ball against the brick wall, weren't they? And Martinez, like he, he loves a, he loves a clean sheet. That like, honestly, yeah, he's he been loves a clean sheet. Well. Yeah, like what a at the moment, he's been. at the moment, he looks unbeatable, doesn't he? And like, yeah, yeah. For, for Villa, it's it's a massive sign. in why um, did Arsenal sell him? Why well, why would you? You know what I mean? Um, he was in, in the squad. Yeah. Yeah, he was in the squad that won FA Cup. He was clearly playing great football. I think they were just mm. convinced because he was a second-rate keeper um, that he was a second-choice keeper that he was he was his form would eventually drop off. Mm. Uh, and it's quite clear or not he's went to Aston Villa, a Premier League side, a move that he thoroughly deserved following that period of good form. Yeah, uh, and Leno has been average. above average this season. <laughs> yeah, average slightly above average. If, if Martinez is playing a. a a uh, seven point five this season. Uh, Leno's playing a seven point one. You know, it's it's, mm. it's just just something I wanted to talk. I mean, it's just typical transfer business for us. I think uh, <laughs> I think Martinez is probably playing at above seven point five. I'd say if you're going to rate him out of ten, I'd, I'd put him at least eight because like, okay, he's been, he's, be been so, he's been so good. And this game is a perfect demonstration of just how good he is, isn't it? Because he's getting peppered with with chances, uh, peppered with shots, and Brighton. You know, as good as they are. At the minute, I think they're just lacking a, an out-and-out goal scorer, aren't they? If you put like mm. a Danny Ings in that team, they'd be in the top half, like hundred mm. percent. Mm. They, they play oh, some, some really good football, and it speaks volumes that they've gone and done that against Villa, who have been so good this season as well, and sort of kept them quiet. Um, yeah, really unlucky not to win it, but like you say, Billy will be buzzing with a point. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, he's he's laid he's laid down a, a marker there and got his team a point there. You know, hundred percent. Uh, and did some good, <laughs> some good stats as well. Like, his stats have been bumped up a wee day, day on night, uh, making uh, roughly nine saves or just just or, or seven or eight. But uh, yeah, what what a, what an impressive player he, he's been for for um, Villa this season. Uh, we'll move on to Saints Wolverhampton. I watched the highlights back of this because I remember watching a match and thinking Southampton have been decent here. <coughs> 
And then oh, we need to talk about VAR for this game as well, which I'm I'm not excited to do. Um, <laughs> so I watched the highlights uh, again, and I still think that Saints probably deserved a point for this game. What are your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, I'd I'd agree with you. I think a point would have been probably fair for each side, but I mean Southampton are just in a bit of a rut now, aren't they? They they've obviously had mm. that that game which is mentioned every single week now. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, they can't seem to get themselves out of it and Danny Ings scoring. So that'll be good for them that he's back in, back in finding the, good, the back goal. of the net. Yeah, yeah wonderful goal. finish. Everything you sort of expect from Danny Ings. Spikers goal. Top class striker. Um, VAR again, isn't it? It's just dominating the headlines. <laughs> yeah. So obviously the Bert- Bertrand, the, the- the, the the ball bounces off his arm, right? At, at the beginning of the season, it's, it's a penalty. The way the way VAR was at the beginning of the season, yeah. And uh, I thought we were past that, <laughs> and we'd moved <laughs> into the other side of there's no such thing as handball. <laughs> 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 um, the bot, like the, the player that, that I can't remember the player that hits, hits his arm, uh, but he's he's only about four or five yards away from him. Perch is quite clearly moving. He's trying to move onto the side of his body. As defenders need to do these days, and he's trying to like push push his body onto the, the ball and it's, it's came off his arm. I don't think it's a penalty for me. And then the, the icing on top was Dendonker's Dendonker. arm. Yeah. yeah. So Dendonker sees the ball coming fucking from about thirty yards away. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it hits he clearly hits his arm. It's not his shoulder. Watch the back. You can see the ripple like yeah, between where his elbow is and his yeah. bicep is clearly uh, and I think if you're going to give that you need You've to give got that to give the other yeah, one it's, yeah, look, that's what I was going to say if if one's a penalty the other one's a penalty as well either that or, or neither like you can't you can't have one and not the other like there has to be consistency there and it was a, there was a clear it was clear the the Dendonka one was a clear handball if if the Bertram one is then the, the Dendonka one is I don't I don't understand Absolutely. why they'd not give it um, the, the thing I is if you, if you, really you do it the opposite way around by that. you do it the opposite way around Saints win that game two one yeah you know? exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly it's, it's not good enough it's really really not good enough yeah what I, mean, I will say though is is credit to Wolves for turning it round um, yeah I think they they needed that sort of performance while it was an even game. Um, for them to have come away with, with three points there is a big result, given that they've been in a bit of a, a slump recently, or for most of the season, to be honest. Um, and Pedro Neto's goal was, was oh, worthy of winning any game as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's unreal. If there was, if there, if you had to pick a, a match winner out of those goals, <laughs> I would probably pick that one. Although Danny Ings was, was, was a very good goal as well. Um, but yeah, the, the VAR the... is the main talking point, really, isn't it? And, yeah. Have you seen the um, the highlight of Pedro Neto's goal, but in slow motion? It's if you've not seen it, get on and oh, watch it. It's out, like man. you see, you see the balance and agility that he has. Um, in terms of like, it's just it's like he's moving a normal pace, and the players around him are like moving. And see, you know, see from X Men where the guy's running around, but everyone else is. And so that's that's what it looks like. He's such, such an impression, uh, an impressive young player. I think he's only like twenty twenty one as well. Uh, he is kinda yeah. not on the radar. Is of as many people as he should be, um, because I think people just expect oh, he's, he's a Portuguese international, but <laughs> just don't even know if he's Portuguese. He probably is because he plays for Wolves. And uh, <laughs> I, I need to sort of like, I mean, I think it's been dampened by Wolves' perform about the, how talented he is. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of under the radar because if, of um, Wolves' perform. If they were playing in, if they were playing better, if they were getting better results, then I think there'd be a lot more focus on him. Um, which I think will come in t- over time anyway. Like next season, for example, if they can recapture the form that they they had last season, 
then there'll be a lot more spotlight on Neto because he's a really good player. And like I say, that goal is is a perfect example of, of what he's all about, really, isn't it? Yeah, needs to be getting on a red shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, that, yeah, we've talked about the VAR. I don't want to spend too much time about that. But yeah, mm. swings and roundabouts that game, I think it could have went either way, especially with the, the horrendous decisions by the the, the, the match officials. Uh, we go next to, to Big Sam, patron saying the talk schemers gets himself a point <laughs> from, from Manchester United. Uh, and it's it's so it's, it's so it's Sam esque. <laughs> the goal comes early. <laughs> the only thing that can break the lines is a Bruno Fernandez absolute worldy. Because um, that goal is so hard to score. Uh, what were your thoughts, Jake? Like you say, mate, big Sam esque, wasn't it? Um, it was classic Sam. Like you say, early goal, defend, and to be fair to West Brom, they defended absolutely brilliantly. It's sort of like if. If Sam's like if he's got them playing, that's how he wants them to play, and I think they're starting to learn that now. And they kept Man United out for the majority of the game, and like you say, that Fernandez goal. I mean, it was going to take something special to break West Brom down at that stage, and it, and it did. Um, and to be honest, I think West Brom were credible for the draw. They, they definitely deserved the point out of the game, but you know they need to start picking up more points because they're they're in dire straits still after this point. Yeah, it's a it's a good point and it's a big point for them. Um, I think it's probably too little, too late in terms of staying up. But um, credit to them because they hung on. United had the majority of the possession, as you'd expect, uh, but it just didn't make it count. Um, didn't take their chances, and, and West Brom, you know, defended quite well to their credit against that. They had a couple yeah. of chances, you know, off the line, and uh, to be honest, they could have they could have nicked it in the second half as well. They had a couple of decent chances. That Diania. Looks mm-hmm. a, a decent, looks a threat, doesn't looks he? Decent prospect, yeah. Like you say, could could well have had a hat trick, and he absolutely bullied uh, Lindelof for the the goal. The, first the goal, goal because like, he's just brilliant. wrapped himself right around. Yeah, like, <laughs> like say, proper he's, striker's goal. He's bullied proper him. striker's goal. Completely, but um, he got he got a run on him. Um, he he was always always going to win that header. Yeah, always. Yeah. And he looks like a, a good player as well. I think it's, mm-hmm. essentially it could have been different for them if they'd had him from. In the beginning of the season, it had Everton um, big Sam esque. I mean, there was a clearance off the line. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam Joyce was was really good as well. Uh, and West Brom are decent on the counter, and and I do really think that young man should have had a hat trick there. Uh, the anger, um, I've <laughs> I mean, Harry Maguire and Lindelof were laughable that game. They were both <laughs> absolutely terrible. Yeah, Maguire I mean, was diving sure, all over the place at oh, the other end as well, weren't he? Shocking. <laughs> at this point, um, Harry Maguire is just a vessel to carry the captain's armband for Bruno Fernandes <laughs> because <laughs> Bruno can't be bored wearing it. Uh, <laughs> it's beyond ridiculous. I mean, I think it's just they, they need to sort of set a back situation at Man United. I mean, I don't get why so, Lindelof's so starting over Bay anyway. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Mm, probably Bay's a much better centre back than Lindelof. He has, he has, but Bay has um, legs made of biscuits. So, <laughs> so if he starts that, he's a if he starts that, if he rely starts that on game. for a full season. <laughs> The thing is, though, when he's fit, he's got he's got to play. Though that's the he is he's he's a superb young player, isn't he, Eric Bayer? But literally, like every season, he just he'll just go to be like, oh, Hammy, (laughs) see in three months. It's like Joe Gomez, isn't he? He's like Gomez for Liverpool. Exactly. He would have been he would have been bullied as well by by Diania. There's no there's no centre half in the United team that's going to win that header against that big tank of a centre forward. Is there? (laughs) Coming in on the end of a 
on a cross in a big Sam team like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, there's no way United are keeping that out. Although, um, to be honest, I thought that if, if either team was going to win the game, it's probably United. Sam Johnson pulled off a worldy save at the end, didn't he, for West Brom? Yeah. If he doesn't get to that, then United win the game and it's like, oh, the ground have grinded out another win and, and move on. But it kind of feels in vain. It feels in vain because of Fulham's good form. Oh, Fulham are playing better football. We'll come on to that later. I don't want to talk about it too much just now, but it kind mm. of does feel in vain. That not like Sheffield are still, for me, just as good as, they're as, good as down. Um, and Fulham as well are, are trying their, be- their very best to do a great escape. Yeah, and I think with. The, the injury to Callum Wilson at Newcastle and how how easy it yeah. is for them to go on a run of bad games. It's not it's not completely out of the picture that that one of those clubs stays up. Big Sam it'll needs be, to start winning Fulham. matches, or he needs to get three points. It'll be Fulham if, if if anyone. Um, um, but yeah, like you say, it's <laughs> I think it's it's just too little, too late for West Brom now. Um, if Big Sam, yeah, it, as as much as we love him, I don't think he's just got the tools to to keep West Brom up there and. When they're only, you know, getting a point every now and then, and you know, they'll probably lose the next three after this, and then it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just not, it's not good enough. And they, they've shown patches of of what they're about, and um, you know, potentially he might stay there and take them up next season because they'll probably come straight back up. Mm. But um, they are a good, solid championship side. Yeah, definitely, 100%. definitely. But I think, like I say, I, I just think that they've, they're, they're too far gone now. Same as Sheffield United, too far gone to stay up. If anyone's going to stay up out of that bottom three, it'll be it'll be Fulham. But like I said, we'll move on to that later. We'll, yeah. we'll come on to that. We'll come on. Big to Sam, that. Uh, when he leaves West Brom's coming to work for us anyway. So yeah, exactly. We <laughs> got a space open for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go next to um, Arsenal Leeds, uh, and this for me was one of the most naive defensive performances I've seen from any team this season. It's not Which one? Leeds. <laughs> um, uh, for their entire back line from like the back four to the keeper were, were absolutely shocking. I mean, before before I get one of your opinions on it, like, why are you letting Aubameyang cut inside from the left? Why? Well, I mean, like, did you did you even talk about the match? Did you even did you even learn anything about fucking Arsenal before you? you... <laughs> So ridiculous! Like look, Alien just kind of backs off and backs off yeah. and backs off him. And I'm thinking, what? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Don't let him in the box. Yeah. Well. He's in the box. You've got to take him out now. Oh, it's down the back yeah. of the net. Well, yeah. <laughs> learn your man, Jesus Christ! I mean, it's, it's criminal, <laughs> isn't it? It's criminal list. defending against 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 Aubameyang. You, you can't do that. And it's a really well taken goal. You know, credit to him. But he had all the time and he wanted to to take that chance. Yeah. Uh, any, yeah. Any other team? It's the most Aubameyang goal I've ever seen. I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think there's many teams in the league who who let him have that chance either. Like it's it's weird. Like no. Leeds just no. You quite clearly yeah. double up. You quite clearly double up when 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 if Aubameyang finds himself out in the left, then you double up on him, or you take him out before he exactly. Fucking, you show yeah. him down the left. In. You show him yeah. down the left hand side. You don't let him <laughs> cut inside on his foot. It's he's he's outside the box when he receives the ball. Jay, yeah. Luke Allen can get out to him. And foul him outside the box, which which he should hundred percent do. He should mm-hmm. get out to him and foul him before he enters the box. And once he's in the box, so you're looking at you're looking at fucking either taking him taking the ball or taking the man, yeah. and 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 taking the pen. You know, because you you must know he puts that away. You must know in your head that he's he's not fucking whiffing that. Mm. Uh, and Aubameyang just had an absolute field day he against did. Leeds. But I'll, I'll get on to I'll get on to one of your points. What what were your thoughts in the match, Jake? Uh, 
do you know what? It's so it's such a Leeds performance. Like, I feel like I, I love watching Leeds, but I also hate watching them because a lot of the things that they can change are so basic. Like you say, so just don't let a Bamian cut on the inside and shoot with his right foot. Show him down the left. Just don't. don't that's a simple thing that should have been talked about the entire week. Um, but I mean, Leeds are great to watch, aren't they? They're defensively shambolic. Uh, attacking wise, they're great to watch. They're so entertaining. Um, but to be fair, I thought uh, Arsenal Arsenal were, were really good for most of the game. Uh, they had a nervy spell after Leeds <laughs> got their second, where a part of me was thinking it'd be very Arsenal to drop be very two Arsenal, yeah, and and make this game three like four four. But credit to them, they sort of just killed the game at that point. It's just very professional performance. They had a, a little wobble, and I was like, oh, and then yeah, they just killed the game. It was, I think the damage was probably it. done at that point. All right, Leeds, Leeds yeah. are a good side three, going two, forward, but they're not. Different side. Yeah, Leeds are a good side going forward, but I don't think they had enough about them to to go and get a four there. Mm. Anyway, um, I thought that that Leeds, like, like you say, they're, they're such a, a good team to watch for all the right and wrong reasons. Um, yeah, no doubt about it. The Premier League needs them because <laughs> they're so entertaining um, and it's been it's been a whirlwind season for them hasn't it I can only imagine what it's like to be a Leeds fan because honestly you must you must just expect your team to either go out and, and, and have an absolute brilliant game or have an absolute shocker there's, there's no Get in between pumped. there's no in between <laughs> and like Arsenal really they deserve the win they, they exploited Leeds' defensive yeah. issues like I say Leeds were nowhere near good enough defensively um, Saka was causing them problems all game um, he won a penalty that got overturned and then obviously won the, the actual penalty that stood and forced the, the Leeds defence into an error basically just by sort of pressing and the goalkeeper just panicked lost his head and that, that was a terrible it game. yeah it was shot. like he's been uh, poor I, feel bad. I always games. feel bad bad about saying that but young keepers but Jed how, how bad a oh, game mate, did he have yeah. I mean, three of the goals he's completely yeah. well, well we'll give him two two of the goals he, he must keep out the Berlin Berlin one especially for me at the near post um, yeah I mean well to be honest the, the defending <laughs> the, thing, the thing is about that goal is it shouldn't even be getting in that position like Arsenal have just been Arsenal have just been allowed to, to just pass the ball around and through Leeds at one point. I think there was a nutmeg in there at some point. Yeah. Like, great, great football. Yeah, so Bios just kind of rolls yeah. it through. It's like, <laughs> it's like, the, it's like a, it looked like a training exercise at one point, um, that yeah. that particular move. Uh, so I don't think you put too much blame on the keeper for that because it shouldn't be even getting in that position. But it should be once they're in the position, off. yeah, you, I mean, shouldn't be, you shouldn't be letting it in. <laughs> there may as well have been literally no defenders in that yeah. box. I mean, Sabayos just like stands in front of a man in the box and just rolls it through his legs on the belly. <laughs> it's embarrassing, really, isn't it? It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that goes allowed to happen just speaks to the, the leads need to have a change of battle. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the whole. It's because they're so attacking. It's why they're so vulnerable. No, it's not. It's not because. No, absolutely. Like, they're, they're, look, at, look at teams like Leicester who've got so much attacking threat and look how good they are defensively as well. It's like, it's just mm-hmm. poor quality defending, isn't it? That's simple as. I think that is, it's just Biel, it's it, one of Bielsa's like, blind spots, isn't it, as a manager? Mm. Like, he just doesn't... At the end of the day, they're all championship players, aren't they? They've all come up from yeah, the championship. Yeah. Right? They've never played at this level. So it's inexperience, lack of experience in the side as well. Um I think there's a it'll be an interesting summer for Leeds what they do, whether they get some experienced mm. players in there to just try to coach and mentor and just 
teach them out of the fund. <laughs> they have plenty. They have plenty going forward. They have, they have plenty going forward. I think they, they should stick with the keeper because he can have world of games. Uh, Melly, uh, he's, he's by no means um, a bad prospect. Although to be starting with a twenty-year-old keeper in the Premier League is a little bit naive, in my opinion. Um, you should be definitely looking for someone that's you know between that age of twenty-four and thirty-three. Uh, you know, with with probably in on the their, their best years if it's if it's a place you you know you 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 foresee yourself playing um for the future um yeah i mean it will be uh, they should buy at the back not the front yeah. i mean they have they have so many prospects going forward yeah i feel like we have that same conversation okay, every week pretty much don't it about leads <laughs> we do man we may, we may as well just clip yeah. that and ex- insert it in each episode um <laughs> Um, we go next to, um, for me, Fulham's game of the season uh, and Everton's worst game of the season, which is kind of weird. I thought Fulham were, were absolutely fantastic. They were aggressive and, and first to everything. And Everton were just nowhere near it. I don't know. Normally when they have a bad first half, Carlo's very good at adjusting yeah. in the changing room and the team talk. Uh, and then coming out with a different plan, it didn't look as if... Everton were maybe a little bit better in the second half, but still, were, they were beaten in both halves by um, by Fulham, and uh, I think Fulham to a man were, were really thoroughly impressive yeah. that game. Uh, and George Josh Major will be absolutely buzzing. Uh, Dream this is debut. the first I've seen a yeah. It's, it's uh, first I've seen a John uh, Josh Marshall. Josh Josh, <laughs> Josh Major. It's hard for um, the Scotsman to say that. <laughs> Since he played for Sunderland and and left before before they mounted their um, their title challenge, um, they, they eventually lost. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's, a bit, he's an impressive young player, struggling in France, but he seems to be um, doing okay for film. A good off to a good start. Couldn't have started much better. Uh, what were your thoughts, Jed? Uh, I thought the same as you, to be honest, mate. I thought Fulham were were excellent, really. Um, Everton, I think, probably suffering a hangover from the midweek game, like Spurs. Um, that would have taken a lot out of them. Although they they came out of it with a win, you know, it, it was just a crazy game, wasn't it? And obviously going into extra time, it it, it doesn't help any team when they've got a game at the weekend. So um, I think Fulham exploited that, and to their credit, you know, played really well. It deserved the win. Um, like I say, Madra took his goals quite well. He, he gets in the positions that you need to be in to score those goals. If you look at them, they're both tappings, but if you're not there, mm-hmm. you don't score them. Yeah, if you're not in those positions, you don't score. And I think that Fulham could really benefit from from signing him if he can continue to do that. As long as they can keep putting him in them positions, then I think he can get the goals. Um, yeah, as I say, I thought they, they they deserved it, and this will give them a lot of hope now um, to to survive. Seven points out from Newcastle, they'll be looking at Newcastle thinking we are playing better football yeah. than Newcastle. Mm-hmm. There's a decent amount of yeah. season left, uh, and I do think Fulham at this probably for the last sort of. I'd say last month or so, probably, even though Newcastle have had some okay results, uh, are probably going to be playing the better football. I think Scott Scott Parker is a, a good prospect for a manager. I think he's been pretty clever in terms of not, not letting film get beaten for a long time. Yeah. Uh, he's been wanting to win football matches. They've had a lot of draws uh, yeah. with Scott Parker. And I think it was, if he can get this, I think if, if he could get that mentality of don't lose, just don't fucking lose. Um, and then we'll win when we win, you know, and it's, uh, and they keep kind of getting a little bit and they keep improving. They've improved through a lot of different stages of the season. And I think if anybody's in a shout for doing a great escape. Yep. I agree. I, I think th- it's Fulham. I think, and I I think, think, think they've come yeah. on leaps and bounds from where they were at the beginning of the season. If, if you looked at the, the team they were putting out at the start of the season and the way they were playing, 
they looked nailed on for relegation. This team now, and the way they've been playing over the last few weeks or so, they look good enough to survive. And I think that'll be massive um, in terms of belief that they'll have in the team. Another win like that and another result potentially going their way, you know, if Newcastle fail to win, obviously with Callum Wilson being out injured, as, as we briefly mentioned earlier, um, mm. that, that'll be massive then because that, that closes the gap then to something like four points as it stands. And, and that is a doable, you know, that's, that's doable, isn't it? Um, you can chase that down. Yeah, hundred percent. Four points, like four points, is nothing compared to where they've been. Uh, you know, even two or three weeks ago. So um, it's, yeah. it's definitely doable. Fulham will uh, hopefully build yeah, on, could, on this. They win. could close that. They could close that seven points over a long period as well. It's not as if they yeah, go and win yeah, a few exactly. in the bounce. See if they could keep picking up draws like they are, and just kind of picking up points when when Newcastle don't get any points, and just keep gradually just chipping away at it until maybe like the last run of games and then the pressure's on and then you know I could I can foresee it. But then again, Big Sam could could generally go and, and grind out four results. Mm. Four wins and you know the, in a different situation. Uh, cause I, I was thoroughly impressed at how they played against Manchester United, but I was thoroughly impressed at how, how they played against Liverpool. So I'm not taking it as anything less than a false dawn uh, until I see more. Um, but yeah, for me, yeah, if, if, if a team's going to avoid it, it's going to be Fulham. Last game of the season as well is Fulham Newcastle. Oh, so if it goes oh, down to the wire, that is oh, tasty. Then it's a, oh, yes. it's a hell of a oh, game. Isn't start, it? You know what, you know what that is? That's it. got. Um, you know when they flash up the graphic on Sky Sports, which like as it stands, like, and it keeps changing. <laughs> like that's got that written all over it. Oh yes, <laughs> Jed is absolutely Last loving that. Like that. Yeah, Last oh, especially yeah that when when the so. title race is, is done and dusted, all you want is a is a good <laughs> all you want oh, is a yeah, good relegation, good relegation battle. battle. Don't you? Survival yeah. Sunday. <laughs> Do you know what? Imagine it, it goes down. And to, it's live. <laughs> it goes down to the uh, last game of the season. You've got you got Fulham, Newcastle, and then if West Brom are in with a shout, yeah. Leeds, West Brom as well. So, I just thought to myself, well. yeah, I wonder if Chef, I wonder if Chef, would like going to turn things around? Looked at my phone, and two 0 West Ham. Oh, it finished. <laughs> uh, it finished three 0 actually. <laughs> yeah, it finished. It finished three 0 Oh well. Yeah. It was, a, it was an old notification, but yeah. yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> uh, Chelsea are currently one nil up against Newcastle as well. Uh, or 2 nil, oh, sorry. Wow. Just, just flashed up 2 There we go. Um, oh, shot caller. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> so, uh, like you say, I, I think that Fulham have the best chance of staying up. If, if any team's going to do it out of that bottom three, it'll be them. But, you know, Sheffield United, they've shown improvements, a lot of improvements recently. So that's something, something for them to, to build on, but I think that them and West Brom are just too far gone. Yeah, I think it's just unless they just go on a run, you know. Like if they go on a run, you know, but I just mm. I can't I just cannot see it happen. They just don't they don't have the forward line. It for, have to be to go one on a hell run. of a run. Um, it would be it would have to be uh, but that's all we've got time for boys unfortunately we are running on just a little bit um, thanks very much for joining me Jake thank you mate always a pleasure thanks very much for joining no me Jed no all mate thanks very much for listeners that are tuning in um, every week which is which is lovely we love to see it our stats are looking absolutely great the pod's growing every week and uh, we just want to see a massive in Ireland that. make sure you go and talk screen. <laughs> 20th 20th in, in podcast in Ireland no idea how don't ask it thepaulconnectionmates.com and, and read the, the new articles by by our writer Paul Burke uh, and uh, we will see you on the next one cheerio bye
Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.